I'm Rachel Grimm, and welcome to the podcast with all your mind. I'm here to help us understand the Bible with cultural and historical context, linguistic info, and other cool stuff. Enjoy. Good morning, guys. That's right. I'm recording in the morning, which I almost never do because that's when little people are awake and noisy. So good morning. Welcome. This is Rachel and this is With All Your Mind for our last podcast episode of the whole season of season two. Just a reminder, because we didn't mention this every single time. And if you hear heavy breathing in the background, that's Eli. Say hi. Hi. Say it loud. Say it loud, buddy. (laughs) Eli, my three-and-a-half-year-old, is with me in the living room today because that's my recording studio. So he'll be in and out a little bit. So season two was all about the Bible, its history, how it was formed, uh, the different canons of the different branches of Christianity. We talked about textual criticism, what it is, how it affects your Bible, myths about what's in the Bible myths about understanding, like different ways that we understand things from the Bible that we didn't know was wrong. Um, Jargon. We talked about Christianese. We we just talked a ton about things about the Bible, right? And season one was all about names and titles. So I really wanted to do a season three, but it looks like we're probably not going to do a season three. Um, Life is changing around here a lot, and, and it's really good stuff. But I don't see season three happening unless God is like, yo, dog, you need to do it. And I do it, right? But here's what's happening around here. Um, My boys are growing up a little bit. (laughs) Um, Ben is going to go into kindergarten next year, just three days a week. Eli is going to start preschool just two days a week. But that's not enough to cover all of the extra things that I'm going to be doing. Um, I've been going through some online courses for Hebrew and Greek, and then I have an Aramaic course that I may or may not get to. But I'm also going to start teaching at a local university, just one small one credit course in the evenings. But then I might start a master's program in February. And that's an odd time to start because it's a South African program. Don't, I thought, should I tell the story of how I found this program? I'm like, no, it gets so involved. Basically, long story short, um, I'm going to be doing, God willing, a biblical Hebrew master's at a South African university through a guy who is in Wisconsin. Yeah, it's complicated. Education anymore is just so random, right? Because of the pandemic, it just opened up so many different things for how to do things. So yeah, a South African degree, (laughs) with a professor from Wisconsin, and he's in Wisconsin, and we'll do everything over Zoom. So that will be interesting. But anyway, um, it's like a really heavy duty program. It's not lightweight. It's not like, oh, you'll be able to know some vocabulary, but not do anything with it. No, this like program, they are doing the textual criticism. They are looking at their original manuscripts. They are talking about how the linguistics of the language change from one book to another, you know, it they get really hardcore into it. And you learn things that nobody else ever learns, probably because they don't care. Um, but I care. I have always seen Hebrew, biblical Hebrew, as kind of the underdog of biblical languages. 
Everybody cares about Greek. Everybody learns Greek when you learn biblical languages. Um, but people avoid Hebrew. They don't want to study Hebrew. It's harder. It is not as familiar. It feels it feels foreign. There aren't as many resources for it. There isn't as much historical context to use to learn it. And there just are not as many resources to even get through it. So you feel like it's an insurmountable task. And for that reason, I have always cared about Hebrew, that it feels like this orphaned child that I wanted to care for. And so one of the things that I said to this professor when we were discussing whether I wanted to do this program or not, I was like, you know, I feel an obligation to do this for Hebrew's sake, that people need to understand Hebrew more and it needs to be more known for scholarship's sake. You know, we, we talk about heavy-duty <laughs> research into topics in the New Testament and then throw in a verse from the Old Testament. And if people knew Hebrew more, we wouldn't do that so much. We would actually use the Old Testament. And it's two-thirds of the Bible. It's no small thing. And Eli is visiting with Wiley e. Coyote, his <laughs> Wiley e. Coyote Lego minifig. So that's what's going on over here. So while I'm not doing the podcast, most likely I am keeping the option open. Hold on, Bunny. Hold on. I'm keeping the option open in case God says, just go ahead and do it. You're going to be super busy, but whatever, just do it. I'll do it. I have topics in mind. I have things I want to do. But in the meantime, if you need something else to fill this spot that you're listening to this and you're like, what else should I do? The Bible Project podcast and videos, I have stopped listening to them actually because I've started listening to a different podcast. They're very helpful though if you can handle the depth that they go to. If you can find a Christian history book, pick it up and even just thumb through it. I learned so much by reading some Christian history books. It feels like one of those really dry, horrible topics that you don't want to get into. I would highly recommend it. It's interesting to see how much the church has changed and stayed the same through the centuries to know why we believe the things that we believe, why we interpret the things that we do the way we do. It's really interesting. If you want some language recommendations, if you want to start learning some Hebrew or Greek, it can be intimidating for sure. Um, but let me know if you're interested and I can send you some resources. One of the podcasts I just started listening to is called, well, actually, I don't remember the name of the podcast, but it's by a, a website called Biblingo. It's like Bible lingo, but Biblingo without the E in there. And it's a resource to learn the biblical languages, but they also have a podcast. So... That's what I'm going to start listening to because I feel like I should start listening to more linguistic stuff. So that's some recommendations. Just read about the greater reality of the Christian church. It's not just what you know in your hometown, in your state, in your denomination. There's so much more and it really helps to give a perspective on what's important and what's not important and what is good and what is not so helpful to get a greater perspective on the church. So here's what I'm doing in the near future. It's also really good for me to take a break from the podcast so that my brain isn't so occupied and I can be with my family more in a more uh, deep way. I have my garden growing outside. I have two garden beds now. We just built another one. 
and a flower bed. And of course, my potted plants that are sometimes getting scavenged by the squirrels. We have a, a really good garden going. I just picked some spinach and green onion for it for dinner last night. It's interesting that spinach out of the garden is much more like plump and not bitter. I, I didn't know that before. Yeah, plump. And so we got the garden going. Crazy. Uh, I actually, oh, this is a good one. I have four fruit trees that I planted last summer, three apple trees and one nectarine tree. And it was a drought year last year. So just to keep them alive was a huge accomplishment. And uh, the nectarine tree wasn't looking so great this spring. It got a ton of blossoms, but only on the ends of like five branches. And that's it. The rest of it was bare. And I even cut into some branches to check it to see if it was even alive. That's what a tree guy told me to do. And it was alive. And I'm like, okay. And I asked him, should I rip the tree out? Like if it's not going to grow anything, no leaves, no blossoms on most of its branches. And he was like, eh, it has time to grow. See what happens kind of thing. It's like, all right. Well, a week ago, I went out to look at the nectarine tree and it has 10 nectarines on it. The most dead looking tree out there has, it's the only one that has any fruit on it. And they look really good. Like they're doing awesome and I didn't even fertilize the tree and we pruned it way back to make sure that it didn't get any fruit so that it could focus on roots and getting established so I don't know I don't I don't know if that's Why? supposed to teach me something what's up buddy Eli's hiding behind the curtain um I already mentioned that I'm also doing a rugged maniac race a mud race with some friends really looking forward to that a goal for this summer is to not get skin cancer. I got skin cancer twice last year. Yeah, go get them. Um, so now I do sunscreen way more often and wear a hat more. So if you see me this summer and I'm wearing a hat and you think, I didn't know you were a hat person. I'm not really. I'm just trying to avoid the skin cancer again. It runs in my family and so I got to do something about that. So... Those are the generalities for what's going on with me, what's going on with the podcast. Um, yeah, it probably will end here. Sorry for all the noise in the background. Eli is getting antsy. Can you can you stay quiet just a little bit longer, please? Okay. As he jumps on the couch. So if this is our last episode ever, I do want to say thank you for listening. I have really appreciated seeing and hearing about what you guys have learned, what you have found interesting. I've appreciated you even listening at all because this was a project that I didn't know what would happen with it. So it was just an experiment. I didn't know how it would go, how long I would do it for. Apparently I'm doing it for two seasons and that's about it with the possibility of more. And I'll let you guys know. I'll put it on Facebook and Instagram if we end up doing another season or anything like that. I'll put it up there. But thank you for listening. I appreciate all the feedback and encouragement that I've gotten for it. And thank you for caring about the Bible. That's, that's so encouraging to me. I find real solidarity in that, that if you want to learn about the Bible and you care about it, I really appreciate that. And I really appreciate, especially, wanting to honor it and understanding it for what it is rather than what you want it to be. 
or what you have always mistaken it to be. It's really hard to change our minds about something that we've believed or held on to most of our lives. So it takes guts <laughs> and real openness and vulnerability to change your mind about stuff like that. So thank you for sticking with me. I know we've talked a lot about I know we've talked about a lot of more tricky subjects and I haven't held back. I've kind of just thrown it at you and figured if you didn't want to listen anymore, you didn't have to listen anymore. So thank you for those of you that have stuck it out until now. Thank you. All right, Eli, do you want to say anything? Yeah, the Looney Tunes. Do you love them? Yeah. Who's your favorite? All the other ones. The other ones? Who are the other ones? Sylvester and Bugs Bunny. Sylvester and Bugs Bunny are your favorites? Yeah. Not, not Wile E. Coyote? I like Wile E. Coyote and the Roadrunner. Well, yeah. Those are your favorite, right? Yeah. But you like the other guys, too? Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say? Uh, no. No? Okay. Well, then we're going to sign off and we're going to say bye. You want to say bye? Bye cars. And then the proper response to bye cars is bye planes. So if you ever see Eli and he says bye cars, don't forget to say bye planes. All right. Thank you guys for listening. You guys have a good one and bye planes. Bye planes.